I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast and we've got another AFLW guest and this time it is the damaging fast winger of the AFL Women's Richmond Tigers team, Hannah Birchall. Thank you very much for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Um, so I guess the first question is, did you always grow up playing AFL like Auskick and whatnot or did you follow other sports and play other sports and then it was like later on when you started AFL? Um, no, so I grew up. Um, always playing um, Aussie rules, so mm-hmm. I um, yeah started Auskick when I was yeah I think you can do it when you're I don't know seven or eight or Something yeah like around that, that yeah. age. So I um yeah I always did that um, and I was the only girl there. So um, I think a lot's changed since then. I think it's pretty um, equal across the board now. Oh but, for sure, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was definitely in the minority. Um, but yeah, went um, went through the Auskick pathway and then was fortunate enough to be able to do um, under 10s with Ocean Grove, um, Colandina sort of area of mm-hmm. Ocean Grove. Um, and I was able to do that for two years. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so that was that was great until um, until I couldn't do it anymore to yep. um, go up into the under 14s. So um, had to sort of stop there. Um, Did you take up another sport after that? Not really. I, I was at high school at that point. Um, so... Yeah, 13, 14, I, I was in high school. Um, yep. And then there were heaps of sports offered through through school. So I um, sort of just did those. They had a like a girls' footy competition, but that was only sort of a day oh, okay. um, away from school. So it wasn't Yeah, like a gala day sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, so no, nothing official, officially organised, maybe like a bit of basketball on a, a Thursday night or something, but mm-hmm. nothing nothing serious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then then there was a competition in Geelong that started up um, a youth girls comp, so I joined that and did that for a few years. And um, yeah, then Geelong sort of had a talent ID day. Um, this like like a scouting cool. day sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so so I think I was probably twenty or so, mm-hmm. twenty one, something like that. Um, and I went along to that just to see how it go. And yeah, they. They picked me up for the VFLW, and then, um, yeah, that was sort of it from there. I haven't stopped since then. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome because um, anyone who's listening to this episode, they um, like a, a lot of the um, AFL women's, like you, played Oz Kick, Aussie Rules as kids, and then there was no real sort of pathways like such as yourself when you guys turned yeah. 10 to 12 ish. They then turned to like netball and basketball. But now it's good to hear that you really sort of, for lack of a better term, stuck through it. And then when you couldn't, yeah. you, you did it when you could at school. And honestly, yeah. th- that's wonderful. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the potential of the AFL being jeopardised now with the new spike in COVID cases in Victoria? Yeah, it's um, it's scary. I mean, the the AFL, the men's competition, is yeah, yeah significantly in jeopardy. Um, I'm sort of probably feeling a little bit um too confident in the AFLW being able to go ahead because that feels like it's so far away. But this thing has stuck around for so long, so you mm. just can't. You can't know when it's going to um, all settle down. So, yeah, it's definitely scary. And I think 
not just at the moment, um, but I think we'll see the effects of it for years to come, obviously, in resources within Definitely, AFL yeah. AFLW. Um, it'll have a, a bit of a cascading impact across the board, and, and unfortunately, that'll flow down to the um, grassroots level, which, it, it will. which will be sad, um, but... I think the AFL have a really good stance on women's footy and also junior women's footy. Oh, for um, sure, yes, it's it's come a the, long way. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they'll um they certainly won't yeah just let it go. Yeah, but, they won't pull um, the plug. Yeah. Definitely, they won't. <laughs> no, but I think yeah we'll see some um some yeah resources decline across the board, men's mm-hmm. and women's. So oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that that's fair. Um, <coughs> sorry for that cough. Um. Now, speaking of the AFLW, as we all know in the AFL world, uh, last week, well, actually more or less like five or so days ago, um, the AFL announced their backing behind the AFLW for 2021. What was that like for you? Was it a relief? Was it a yes, you know, we get to do another year sort of thing? What was that feeling for you when you found that out? Yeah, probably relief, I'd say. That that would be the word. Um, Yeah, I guess you don't always know where the AFLW sits, um, you know, on a good year. So um, it doesn't, you know, it's not the money maker for the AFL. We all know that. Um, so, yeah. It will be. One, it will be in, in, the, in the next decade, I reckon. It, it will definitely yeah, oh, be definitely. there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's so early still. Um, so, yeah, relief would definitely be the way I'd describe it because, um, yeah, you're sort of in limbo and you're, you're doing your running programs and you're, um, the, yeah, whatever you've been given to do at home, and you're thinking, well, <laughs> there seems like there's no end in sight with this virus. Mm, and, yep. um, <laughs> so, yeah, you, the relief is a word and, and something to look forward to as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because uh, as you were saying, you would have been you would have been training hard at home, you know, in the gym mm. when they reopened and whatnot, and you're just thinking. Honestly, it would have at one point. I'm not sure if it was for you, but at some players would have definitely even the men's, but when there was still no no end inside, they would have been like. What am I even doing this for if if we don't yeah. even know if it's going to go ahead? But that's really good yeah. um, that they did announce that it will go ahead for next year. So anyone who's yeah. listening and um, they don't know whether or not it has or they haven't read the news, it definitely 2021 AFL Women's will be played. Um, now, talking about your debut, you um, started up, as you said, in Geelong for the VFLW and then managed to play a game for the um, Geelong team. What was it like running out onto the field as a like a fully-fledged AFLW, <laughs> like AFL player getting your debut? Yeah, it was pretty surreal, to be honest. It felt like all these years of, you know, being the only girl at Auskirk and then the only girl in under-10s and then having to stop playing and um, still, it's, it was just the the sport I grew up loving um, and obsessed over, um, it felt like everything just, yeah, happened for a reason and, and it was very surreal. I couldn't believe I was in um, an AFL jumper with the AFL logo on it. And um, a number and all a, that. Yeah, and a game for premiership points. So um, I was probably a little bit overawed by it. Um, I was yeah, probably unhealthily nervous. Um, <laughs> but, but um, no, it was, it was unbelievable and I had had my mum and dad um, and my partner Tom um, watching up in Canberra, so it was it was extremely special and um, yeah, very memorable. Honestly, that's so awesome. Um, yeah. And speaking of Geelong, obviously, and now you're at Richmond. What team did you follow growing up? <laughs> I actually followed Richmond. Oh I'm, wow! I'm a mad Richmond nuffy. My my partner 
calls me a nuffy. So um, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, it's it really has aligned, and I really am living out um, the dream, my dream, living yep. the dream, as they say. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so yep. cool. And obviously, when you got the call up to go to Richmond, like with the expansion and whatnot, um, such as you just said, you followed Richmond. What was the thoughts going through your head when you found out that you know Richmond wanted you, sort of thing? Yeah, it was. Um, it sort of happened. It wasn't really like a in one moment it happened. Um, mm-hmm. I met with them and they invited me along to train in their VFRW squad mm-hmm. um, and just wanted to have a look at me, see how I was, how I was. Um, and then yeah, I think I just I got a text message from from our list manager one morning and just said. Um, can you come to the club and, and sign the papers sort oh. of thing? And it, and it was, it was you were very... like, oh, um, what? <laughs> yeah. I had to confirm. I was like, are you signing me or something? Um, and she just replied, yes. So oh, it was wow. very uneventful. But um, that, that was good because, yeah, I, I guess it was um, pretty low-key. But, yeah. um, but obviously, yeah, extremely exciting and, and probably a relief just to have a a spot on the list again and um yeah and being richmond what a what a bonus so, oh for sure um yeah it was yeah, it was pretty cool called dad straight away and um is yeah, your dad a richmond fan a richmond. as well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, he was yeah pretty pumped as well so that yeah, would have been amazing great. um and again obviously i'm going to talk about your first game but this is your first game for richmond this time um yeah because obviously totally different club um different atmosphere and all that and obviously the team that your family and you support and supported <laughs> growing up yeah what was it like pulling on that you know yellow and black for the first time and and running out and playing the first game in in your beloved colours. Yeah, well, I said it was surreal running out for Geelong, but this was um, another level and in front of, yeah, a lot more people. So, um, yeah, that was that was unbelievable. Um, something, yeah, something I'll never forget really. It was a, a really exciting day um, being a night game. It was, it was um, yeah, exciting sort of build up towards it and being the first ever Richmond game, we got a really big turnout. Oh, um, it would have been, yeah. At Icon, so there was a lot, a lot of new and exciting things, and and um, yeah, when we sort of sat in the rooms listening to um, Kevin Bartlett and Jack Rewald, it was um, wow, yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. Um, it was, <laughs> it, I sort of like pinch yourself is very cliche, but it really was. But it really was a pinch yourself uh, moment, yeah. Yeah, it was like I just can't believe I'm here, and then running out um, to the the famous um, drums that the Richmond club have uh, when they run out. Um, that was, yeah, something pretty cool. It's quite hard to describe it without um, rambling on like I am right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good ramble away. I love yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, all the all the feels that night, all the feels. <laughs> no, that's, that's honestly really awesome. Um, yeah. And obviously you've played now a handful of games for Richmond and – I have to ask, what is the sorry who uh, word vomit um, of the teams that you've played against? Which team has been the toughest to go up against physically, and which team has been the toughest to go up against mentally for you? Oh, good question. Um, Thank you. I I have to say, um, as a whole, I reckon I'd probably be able to get two in one here or, mm-hmm. or one into the two. However you want to see it, but um, North Melbourne were extremely um, tough physically and mentally. Um, probably just the way they dominate um, in terms of 
their yeah physicality, but also just the way they're so organised in the way they they're set so up. structured sort um, of things. Yeah, which which mentally does affect you um, because yeah, you feel like you're just chasing tail all day um, when teams are so organised and and so in sync. And I guess we, being a new team, really struggled to sort of gel mm-hmm. on field the way that they um, the the way that they could. Uh, but then their physical dominance, the, the midfielders that they have, and then and then their key forwards, um, they they really did um, dominate us that day. <laughs> that was a tough day. So I'd, yeah, I'd probably put those two in the one basket. No, that, that's that, fair that enough. That team in the one basket. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. that's that's totally fair enough. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, that's tough. I reckon. I reckon at the moment, since you can't get on a plane, I'd probably like to be able to fly. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> so, I, I get that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm in Byron Bay at the moment and, and we had to drive um, about, yeah, it was an 18-hour day. So um, even though the wow. planes are flying to, uh, domestically to New South Wales, we didn't risk it. So well, I, I would <laughs> risk it and it's also so much more expensive now at the moment because of, you know, not exactly. many people have been flying. So honestly, <laughs> it's cheaper to drive all the way up. So. Yeah, so if I could have flown, yeah, that would have been nice. So I'll say flying. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> if you could live in any video game or movie universe, whether that's, you know, Marvel Heroes or Harry Potter or whatever, which one would it be and why? Oh, well... I actually do live in a video game. I live in AFL Evolution at the moment. Yep. So, um, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I, I, um, but oh, what would I say? Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. I I really loved uh, I loved Frozen the movie. So mm-hmm. if I could maybe live in Arendelle with um, Anna and Elsa, that would be cool. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well then. Okay. Let, let's go with that one. Um, <laughs> Who was your sporting idol growing up? That could be AFL, not AFL, just in general. Um, I really admired Elise Perry growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah, obviously um, dominated in, in Australian cricket and also for the Matildas um, soccer team. So I always thought um, what a champion she was to be able to, yeah, compete at an elite level in two sports. Um, found that pretty amazing and I still yeah still really admire her and the way she goes about it and um yeah she's really been a pioneer for women's sport um you know and probably gone under the radar a lot as well she's very humble and um, I really like the way she yeah goes about her sport and her life and how grounded she is so yeah I'd say Elise Perry that's awesome um with your uh, as you just mentioned you know Elise Perry is a you know a dual professional women's sporting um, player, you could say. Um, if there was another sport that you could do, um, professional level like AFLW, cricket, etc., which sport would it be, and why? And also, um, would you like to, in general, one day? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I probably I'd love to be a, a pro surfer. That would be. Um, I used to follow the surfing quite a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I really loved Steph Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably love to be a pro surfer, and and because you also get to travel um, to oh, really cool surf yeah. spots, so um, life would be a holiday, I reckon. It really um, would be, yeah. <laughs> in terms of would I do it? Uh, no, I'm probably not at any sort of level to be <laughs> um, a pro surfer. So no, that's the short answer. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, 
do you have any advice for any you know young girls that uh, aspire to you know play in the AFLW or in general in professional sports one day? Um, yeah, I guess I probably touched on it earlier, but um, and yeah, you probably got the message and you yeah you said it yourself, but just I stuck at it, um, and I guess that's the the great thing for me myself was I really loved it and. Um, I loved footy in general. I loved watching footy, but also loved playing it. So, um, yeah, again, I know it's so cliche, but I did really love it, and that really helped me. Um, I just, I well, sort you of definitely always love what you do. Yeah, I think so. Um, because yeah, it's it's too hard to do it. Um, it's it's very hard at the elite level to um, be doing something, and I couldn't imagine how hard it would be if you didn't enjoy it. So, yeah. um, I'm lucky enough that I just love it. Um, and, yeah, if you find something that you love, whether it's footy or any other sport or any other sort of um, industry where women probably don't um, aren't an opponent, um, I think you just have to stick at it because there's no doubt people behind you that are that are going to see it and want to be it because, yeah, like everybody says, if you can't see it, you can't be it. So stick with it and, yeah, enjoy it along the way. Honestly, that's awesome. Um that that really is awesome. I want to say thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, and, no yeah, worries. 